Hey everybody, what is up, Rivals of Waterdeep fans? We want to do a special little podcast for you in between seasons four and seasons five, um, just because we miss y'all and we lo- and we miss each other as well. <laughs> so uh, I'm Sharif Jackson. I play Shaka uh, on the show. Uh, also was DM for season three, and I'm joined by the wonderful Serena Marie. Hello, hi, uh, I'm Serena Marie. I was the DM for season four, and I also play Ashborn, your half-elf ranger. I was going to say rogue, because I love rogue so much, yeah. but I'm a ranger. Yeah, you're a ranger, okay, it's okay. <laughs> a ra- ranger rogue, a ranger rogue. <laughs> range rogue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and we're also joined by uh, our next DM, uh, because we do do a rotating DM on our show every season, uh, for season five. Cicero Holmes, what up? Yes, I w- I would like to call that a roger. Roger? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, a roger. So close to Roger. Yes. But, okay. Yes. I mean, I'll yes, take Yes, a roger. You can call me Roger yes. too. I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> roger, Roger. Just call you um, So, yeah. So, hey guys, I am Cicero Holmes. I play uh, the incomparable Perrin Underboo, uh, and uh, I will be your DM for season five. So it is quite apropos that the last three or the, the previous two DMS and the upcoming DM are here with you right now. Yeah. 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 That's magical. Yeah. And and, and it's not planned. I mean, we tried to get as as many people as we could, you know, but you know, schedules are busy, Uh, Mm -hmm. but I'm glad that we were able to get us three together um so i just wanted to like use this to talk a little bit about um what we thought about the season that just ended um and talk about what some of the spoiler free expectations we have for next season as well and anything else we want to uh just talk about so um i want to start with season four y'all um serena first of all how does it feel to be done (laughs) 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 does it feel to be done Boy, I um, it's both things. It's both. I'm I'm excited to um not wake up um early early on Sunday and have a meltdown and write a bunch of stuff, um because I had forgotten the previous night or didn't uh was stuck or something. So everything was written Sunday. So sweet. That's how I prep. <laughs> But um, but also a little sad. I um, I really loved DMing. I think that DMing in general um, is something that I didn't know I was going to be um, able to do because I'm an anxious person. And the idea of just me taking charge of a story was something that was really scary. But now I love it. Um, I'm excited to DM more in the future and um, write stories and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could definitely identify with that. I wasn't sure if I'd be um, into it either, but once I got into it, I got super into it, and yeah. I just started writing, writing, writing about other stuff outside of Waterdeep, other little one-shot things. Now I have this little library of things that I've used in some other small groups. It's it's totally addictive for sure. It is That's for awesome. sure. Yeah. Um. Was was there um were what 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 are some things that you were surprised that uh we did or chose or chose not to do that you kind of set up oh so much um i think because we're completely <laughs> predictable 100% yeah yes. completely i you know i 
sort of wrote it like a skeleton, like a choose your own adventure. So the first like three ish episodes, I had no um, plan really. It was more of feeling out the vibe and what um, storyline or the thing that you were the most interested in and then following that and then trying to um, thread that back to um, the beginning to kind of make a little like story circle, like a story loop. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, But in the beginning, it it truly was going to be a a Scooby-Doo adventure in the house. Um, I wanted to create a campaign that would deal with kind of like our interpersonal relationships with each other and um, and something a little spooky, but like kind of like a large bottle episode. We're all kind of trapped in a house together and figuring out what that means. Um, had no idea it would turn into like a time heist. So <laughs> that <laughs> was a, a fun, uh, fun surprise. Because yeah, it was it was cool once it got started. But I was like, oh gosh, I oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it got it, it. Definitely went time heisty for sure. Uh-huh. Um, and I really appreciated that because I, you know, I, I time travel sounds like such a hard thing to manage, and it's something I definitely want to do eventually if i get into some other games and and i know that you you definitely gave me the confidence because you did it so well to try it oh thank you um for sure yeah yeah um yeah uh see uh what what kind of things uh what 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 are some of your highlights of from the past season um well yeah it was it was definitely the fact that uh we went through time, you know, and that we we definitely played with time in in a very very weird way. Uh, the thing that I enjoyed the most was, um, to be honest, and not to to be like overly gushing, is is just just how freaking talented Serena is. Um, I, you know, I, I think the world of all of my cast and, and, you know, my castmates, I, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm constantly in awe of, of everything that you guys accomplish and your abilities to, to do things, uh, reef your ability to, to put stories together. Um, but Serena last season, her ability to not only put stories together, but, uh, to give life to the NPCs. And that was so very, very distinct from one another, um, you know, both in their personalities and their voices um, was just mm-hmm. it's just something I just kind of marveled at. And, and you know, I had the luxury of sitting right next to her um, throughout most of the season. So like sitting and listening and just like watching it, it it was just like, wait a minute, this is all coming out of the the same person. Um, And, you know, uh, like being a part of that was, was something that was, was very special, but also like the level of whimsy (laughs) and serious comedy that we were able to have uh, during the course of the the entire season, you know, is is something that uh, was nothing short of of incredible and and could only happen because we had the DM that we had. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Like, uh, you know, I feel like I know like Leaf. Like I know this dude. You know right. What I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, uh, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah my, everyone's dad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my favorite voice to do now. I like any chance I'm a guest on the podcast now. I'm like, sorry, this is like who you're getting. Yeah, I, I love Leaf. Um, yeah, I also love um, Serena. I loved your choice to keep everything in like one location. Yes, like, yes. Because I know one thing that that is hard is especially. I know when you know when, when when I was thinking of a story and I was like, well, this ride was a water deep, so we have to go like all over water deep and sort of kind of go over the map, which is why mine kind of had us going a bit around. But I love how yours really grounded us in this location, and 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 like I feel like Carlos did a similar thing with like the Three Daggers Alley thing, where I felt like at the end of the season, I feel like I know that house, like I know what's on each floor and, and I know how to get to the tavern and I, you know, like, like uh, the house became a character, you know, which is what, you know, the fitness room that no one ever went into. <laughs> yeah. <Right. Yeah. laughs> Every now and then I'm the like, Ash was hanging hey. out. In the yeah, exactly. Ash, Ash was just chilling in there. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you, you know, they always say that about all like, you know, great uh, media is that, you know, like the setting is his own character. It has, you know, you can personify it and add, and I feel like you did an awesome job. Like, like, I feel like that, yeah, like that house, you know, I'm, I'm going to remember that for sure. Uh, <laughs> our, our old troll school manor. Our old troll right. school manor yeah. that has now right. since become a dollhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. So like one thing, you know, and again, if this, if, if this is something that can't be revealed, you know, you just don't have to say anything, but I was wondering at the end, I was like, yo, was Troll School Manor even real? Like, was it like... Good. Good. I'm glad you had that thought. Yeah. I don't know the answer to it, <laughs> yeah. but I'm happy that it happened. Because I didn't know if it was real, and then we got transported to Avernus at the mm-hmm. end, because we didn't exactly, like, defeat uh, uh, the the uh, granddad. Or if maybe, or if maybe it was always like, you know, like 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 we, when we first went there, we could have crossed some barrier and always been in Avernus. I don't know, like like so yeah, that, those are the kind of thoughts that like I had at the end, and like I love when I don't have clear answers, like because it just right. lets me just speculate. Yeah, it's it's like the ending of Inception where the the top is spinning, but before it stops. You the, the it fades to black, so That's true. you know you wind up having those you wind up having those debates with your friends. Like, well, was it a dream? Yeah. Was it all a dream? Where were you know what yeah. was going on? And that's that yeah. is. I'd, uh, I'd, yeah. I'd say Perrin is is the Leonardo DiCaprio of. Uh, yes, if, of, if anyone's of, a Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio, it's absolutely Perrin. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I I want I, I want to be the uh, Michael Caine. Be pretty cool. There you uh, go. <laughs> who's the? Is it Ellen Page? Yeah, exactly. Ellen, yes, Ellen, Ellen exactly. Page. You, yes. you, you are the designer. You are the Ellen Page for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just have such great thoughts and great feelings about about that like season. Um, was there anything, um, S- Serena, that like you feel like that you that that you can like reveal that you kind of had to either scrap. Or not get into as deep as you originally planned on 
Oh, yeah. There's um, a couple uh, bigger things. Um, for sure, one of them was Ophelia's storyline. Right. Um, yeah. So in um, my world, she had been working with Vadra as like kind of an underling and discovered this prophecy about this house. And the person who had owned the house previously um, was um, in collusion or working with... Um, like the ghost of Edwin right. as well. So it's kind of, it's all connected on the back end. Um, and like, what did she do? Like she, um, as she was trapped in the mirror, mm-hmm. um, she made a deal with, um, the girls. Oh, mm-hmm. Oh wow. Um, and, um, decide like, and they controlled fate that they she would be fated to be rescued if she would uh-huh. vow to be a guardian of the home because the um, two girls knew um, what was to come of it. So it was their way of trying to protect the house. But um, uh-huh. it was sort of veiled in Ophelia's mind. So she wasn't entirely right. aware of it until she became the, yeah. the guardian. That's awesome. Well, Good thing yeah. I slapped her with that steak in the face. Good job. You sure did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was just trying to wrestle this memory free. I knew all this. Yeah, you were. Like I, I, I had surmised all of this. And I was, you know, you know, <laughs> you were trying to aggressively yeah, jog that was, the memory yes. with steak. Yeah, 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 that was Shaka's plan. I was, I was thinking about how uh, in the Avengers, how uh, you know, Hawk, Hawkeye was magically like under a spell through Loki's scepter through half the movie and, mm-hmm. and, and then Scott Johansson just bangs his head and frees him from this like magical spell through his heart. It was very weird. Very, very, very weird uh, choice for that movie. But, but um, yeah, cool. All right. So um, why don't we transition from season four and, talk a little bit about um obviously we we don't know much about season five except that it's going to be in avernus um uh, i mean that's what we said i don't know that's what we said at the end (laughs) i hope hey (laughs) who's doing that i i I mean you might have done a a a bait and switch at the end of season four i don't know yeah it's like oh yeah y'all thought it was avernus it's it's just the av you know what i'm saying (laughs) Ernest. right it's It's just just the avenue r no Right, right. It's a really bad street in Waterdeep. It's always on fire. (laughs) Yep. Um, We're going to Avenue R and US. (laughs) Yeah. So, so, um, what what kind of things are you looking forward to? See, in terms of DMing, like, uh, what, what, what what do, what are you looking forward to? Well, I'm looking forward to not sucking. Um, That is that is the first thing. Uh, that I'm really looking forward to and and you know it it sounds like a joke answer but I am being 100% serious about that uh I have a lot of anxiety um with regards to uh doing this for the very first time um not only because this isn't something that I've ever you know not only because it's something that I've never done before but also because uh the people that have come before me um yourself Reef and and Serena and Carlos, 
um, are just so brilliant. Um, and, and you, you all made it look so effortless. And, um, you know, as I'm sitting here and I'm trying to construct the story, I realize how much effort, uh, it's taking me. And, and because you guys made it look so easy, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gaining more and more of the imposter syndrome that I've, you know, that I've had constantly throughout my life. So, so, uh, yeah, so, so the first part is not sucking and, and, and wanting to, uh, make sure that I do right by the legacy that you guys have, have set before me. Um, the second thing that, that I'm most excited about and most looking forward to is diving deep into this brand new area that uh watsi has created wizards of the of the coast has has, uh you know lovingly recreated in avernus going beyond boulder's gate and and diving into the first of the nine the nine levels of hell the nine hells and uh and just uh getting to play in that playground we've we've spent four seasons in Waterdeep, and now we're going to avernus and there are so many uh, little toys in that play box in the Avernus play box and to take uh, you know to continue with this metaphor to take our action figures um, from Waterdeep and to place them into Avernus is going to be so much fun if you've if you've ever been a kid uh, who has had toys from different genres you know if you have an action figure or a doll um, you know, you had, uh, if you, you know, you, if you were, uh, you had a, a Barbie doll and maybe a He-Man action figure or a Transformer or a GI Joe, and you took all of those things or Star Wars figures and you took all of those things and then you, you played with them on a playset that was, uh, different from, you know, from all of those other things mm-hmm. and got to play with them. That's what I'm kind of looking forward to is, is taking this area that is is foreign to just about all of us all of our characters and definitely um foreign to uh the group the the players of us uh, you know the the members of of our cast who have never who are, are relatively new to D&D don't have a lot of experience with uh D&D and and definitely don't have a lot of experience with Avernus and and the Nine Hells um to be able to to put put us there and and play with that that's something that i'm really looking forward to to seeing how uh the scenarios i create uh are dealt with by the rivals awesome yeah i'm really looking forward to it because i remember you um as most people know i was really big into like puzzles and that kind of stuff during my season and you were on it man you you were like you were on most of the puzzles I was doing. I was like, yo, Cicero is that that man has a mind. And then I remember <laughs> that like you do trivia, like you do all this trivia and right. obviously you play yeah. a lot of video games, you know, problem solving stuff. So, right. so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward right. to seeing what kind of situations that you throw yeah. us into. And I'm curious if we're going to have a season without Perrin. You know, yeah, yeah, because well, that's yeah. That. I mean, you could choose to still have them there, or or you could do the easy thing that uh, me and Serena and, and Carlos did, and oh, Shocker ran away. Okay, great. 
Right, Shaka just, <laughs> just we, to we were just like, stay. no, you don't run right. away from us. What are you doing? You don't go. He's like, no, actually, I gotta actually, go. That was okay. that was a very good moment to, to see the to, yes. to see the shock in everyone's face. Right um, um, but know that if you leave Perrin there, no one will bother him. Like <laughs> people will forget he's there all the time. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. yeah. And, which is super fun. Like yes. anytime you were ever going to check on Ash, she was always going to be a giant dire fox trying to do a human thing. Right. Yeah. I had several right. scenarios <laughs> planned right. where. And no one ever. <laughs> and it was just going to be comedy. <laughs> Yeah, like trying to put on pants or something, <laughs> oh, you know. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the the only thing I remember is she was trying to like eat with silverware. She was trying I to remember. eat cereal yeah. out of a bowl with a spoon. <laughs> yeah, like she was trying to wrap her paws around <laughs> some uh, silverware. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah. Also, also, uh, see, I will tell you this. Um, I think the week before I started, actually, it might have been a couple of days. I had a complete freak out call with Carlos. I called him up and I was like, look, man, <laughs> I need some advice. Like, please, if right. I mess up any rules, right. let me know if I, cause that's what I was concerned with. Like I knew the story I wanted to like tell, but, but I was like, Oh man, what if I forget that this role is whatever. And I know you guys aren't like super judgy about that kind of stuff, but right. as, as you said, it's internalized. It is imposter syndrome. It is all that stuff that that you know I I worried about. So you could definitely feel free to freak out, call any of us. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> if you need a call, you know, because well, uh, yeah, because yeah, like right. that stuff does get in your head for sure. You know, yeah, in, yeah. especially with the nature and, of a live show, right? Like that we have an audience, right, right. and um, who yeah. you know, some of them have been playing D and D for ever for like ten right. years, and right. yeah, but. Right or, or longer. longer, yeah, or mm-hmm. longer, yeah. Um, there, there are several people that uh, we've had the fortune of meeting uh, at the at the live events in L.A. Um, that have been playing um, for for decades, mm-hmm. literal literal decades. Um, you know, and and uh, been playing since you know A.D. and D. Uh, and you know consistently so yeah so there are people that definitely know the rules the thing that i genuinely love and peek behind the curtains for people that are listening is um is the the joy that you see with us at the table every sunday is the same joy that we carry out of away from the table when we get to hang out um and and you know there I I can't really imagine doing this with another group of people that are as uh, supportive and trusting and non-judgy and just, you know, like if I had to do a trustful, it it would be with you guys um, because I trust you implicitly. And that, you know, if that's the one thing that is keeping me from, you know, completely freaking out is 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 the fact that uh, that I know that you guys have yep. my back. Um, but but the uh, you know, on the flip side of that is because I trust and I love you guys so much. I want to make sure that I represent all of you guys in, in the best light and that I that I, again, do the legacy that's been set in front of me justice. So, um, you know, I, I hope that I'm as 
at least half as good oh, as you come guys on, have man. You're going to be great. Yeah, you're you're going to be amazing. Great. You're going to be great. Right. And I think yeah. that once you, I mean, you've, you've DM'd before. Um, yes. But like once you start like your season after the first day, you'll, you're going to be like, oh, okay, I can do this, you right. know, it, but it, yeah. it just takes just doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're and, gonna be amazing. Yeah, yeah and, and like as you said before, Ben, that trust is so important because I know whenever I would get stuck, one of y'all would just start running with something, you know? Exactly. And, right. Yep. <laughs> be like, oh, here yeah, we go. <laughs> and and like I don't, I might be wrong, but I don't necessarily think that it's because people recognize like, hey, Sharif might be stuck here. It's just that the nature of our group is we're like, yo, we're building this story together. So I have right. ownership of this story as well. I'm going to pick up right. this thing and make a whole story about it. And, you know, Absolutely. and then and then I'm going to jump on that. And then somebody else is going to jump on it. Mm-hmm. And so we all yeah. kind of, like, boost each other up. It's really – this this game is so great, y'all. <laughs> yeah, it, it really like, is. It really is. And, and yeah, yeah the, the shame – my one of my big shames is that um, I I – I didn't necessarily have opportunities to play when I was younger, but I in, internally actively shunned it. Oh, what? Um, it, you know that? Yeah. So, so you know, I mean, that's that's uh, something that uh, if, if people didn't know that, um, it was I was you know I was always a nerd. I was always a, a big science geek. I was always you know the 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 smart guy amongst you know amongst my group of friends and and the nerdy guy amongst my group of friends and I was I was fine with embracing that and playing video games and reading comic books and and understanding nerdy things and and kind of well actually all sorts of different things um but but when I looked at Dungeons and Dragons that was a thing that uh not only people who had tans that were, were as great as mine didn't do um you know, so not only was it that, but it was also like, yeah, those guys are, you know, those are the yep. next level of nerddom. Like, That's right. The There's like tiered nerd. Yeah. Right. I, I thought right. the same yeah. thing. And, and yeah. And it was just like, oh, man, no, nah, I could never uh, get into that. And 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 maybe there was a time, you know, as I've been, you know, as I've uh, grown deeper and learned more and, you know, uh, met more people that have been playing for a very long time. There was a time when, where that stereotype that I attributed to this genre in general was more true than it is now. And I think that uh, coming in at, at, at 5e uh, was was perfect for someone like me who didn't understand the minutia of Dungeons and Dragons as it as it was historically mm-hmm. Um, and that I think the the ex- uh, the accessibility of Five E has really um, helped to um, foster my love for Dungeons and Dragons. But also, I think that it it you know it really came at the, at a right time because D and D is getting so big. I think that that Five E is something that I feel like I can take this the 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 uh, the rule set and this module and play with. With people who also were like yeah. me a year ago, who have never picked up dice and and don't understand the tenets of the rules and stuff like that, and and can pick it up really quickly. Yeah, yeah, that is amazing, man. Because I remember after playing with like uh, y'all, I remember I didn't go this year, but last year I went to DragonCon, 
And for the first time, I was like, yo, I'm going to play D&D at this con. Because at these cons, I never noticed it because I didn't really pay attention. They have D&D going on all the time. Like, all the time. Four-hour one-shots, three-hour. They have the Adventures League stuff. So I jumped in with a completely new group of people, and I felt comfortable and confident because I was with because I was thinking about y'all you know so yeah yeah this is dope and I've as I always say like this game has introduced me to some amazing friends and that's really the most important part of it to me absolutely so absolutely let's all love each Uh, other I've got a group of right exactly um while while we're while we're loving each other I've got a question for you if I may uh so uh you were the and incomparable um, DM for our third season is there I know there were things definitely that, you, that you, there were pathways that you oh, had yeah. that we did not yes. take and there were you know there were lots of different things that uh, you wanted us to do that or or at least you had plans for us to do that that you didn't do so I have two questions for you the first is um, is there something that you can tell us that you really, really wanted to explore that you didn't get an opportunity to explore? Uh, and then my second question is, were there things that happened during the course of uh, Serena season that made you think, oh, man, I wish I did. I wish I pushed you guys in this direction so we could have explored this thing and that would have helped or or, you know, it inspired you based on the things that that happened during season four that that you wish you could have experienced in season. Oh, three. interesting. Um, I guess the first part. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I try to lay out a lot of different options. And in retrospect, I wish I did a better job of laying out, I guess, less options. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like I think about it kind of like life where sometimes, you know, there's paths and you just don't take them That's cool. But I think that the biggest one that I really wanted to happen, but I didn't want to force it, was um, the issue with night with um, the way I had set up Nightstone was where the seasons were changing in a very specific order. And we also had found out that the people in this inn were like all previous um, warriors and stuff that were also looking for the stern of uh, Galore. And I couldn't quite tie it in, but the idea was that someone would figure out the pattern to how the seasons were changing, and that would be the secret to freeing everyone from Nightstone. Oh, oh we wow. could have freed everyone. Yeah, everyone. Dang, yeah. So we oh. blew it up with a dragon. Yeah, and and right. and the person that freed it, who who I, who I wanted to be Rin, because he had like this connection with it. Um. If you did it, so the so the dragon would have, when you were in the vault at the end, if if right. you had freed it, like the dragon would have attacked you, but right. um, you would have had this army of these warriors that you freed. So like, so like I was gonna have whoever freed it actually use the underused D one hundred die. Oh, to, wow. to like command this huge army uh, oh. to slay this dragon, you know. So yeah, I, I really, oh. I, I had it envisioned. I had like drawn little things of it, and it just didn't happen. But I didn't want to force it to happen, you know. Um, so sure. yeah, I I really wish that happened. Um, in terms of so, your second question was like, was there anything in Serena's season that that I that inspired me, or like thing. 
or made you think think back and in, in retrospect that I wish I would have included this thing in I wish th- there was something that I wish I had for oh um on, on, yeah um I think the thing that I really liked that Serena did was that the NPCs that she introduced early pretty much went through the whole season whereas I sure. kind of had them in thirds like I kind of had right. like uh like I had Rennie in like the first third or half of the season, and then I had like Vajra right. and Percival in them mm-hmm. in the second half. Right. So I feel like right. the relationship that we were, were able to forge with like Leaf and stuff was sh- stronger because it was over like literally from the first to the last episode, you know. So when he left sure. with his family, I felt closer then then i think that like i that like a, you guys might have felt with like a renair or reader or uh vajra so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude i had a whole uh, storyline for reader man it, no. but as as i said before i i, I didn't want to force it so like i i, I wasn't able right. to go through it but but um yeah so like that's one thing i definitely learned from uh from you serena was to have those like like have 10 episode arcs for the car- for the NPCs. Um, wow. What yeah. I actually took from you, Sharif, um, was uh-huh. um, y- because you had a variety of characters, I was able to kind of pick the characters I wanted to bring over into my season mm-hmm. and um, kind of like their impact. Like um, Vajra could have had a bigger part in it, um, but honestly the gold dragon that um as soon as you introduced it in my mind it was not explained uh but in my mind i'm like oh my gosh i think that's ash's biological mom like holy crap like i think that's (laughs) what that is and um all sorts of stuff um what is like i thought reader was a very interesting character i Hmm. feel very like a lot of emotions when i think about reader I yeah. Get very sad. yeah, yeah. He 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 was, he was very interesting, and uh, you know, if uh, Cicero didn't lock uh, like Renair down with him, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Cicero didn't. Cicero do it. Karen, locked Karen, him Karen down would there. never. Um, and yeah, yeah. So like, I basically had to shelve that whole storyline. <laughs> but that's fine because like because you had agency, and like it was like that's what you wanted to do, and I'm yeah. like, cool. You know, right. so, so, uh, yeah, I, mean, I had read. a whole thing <laughs> going <laughs> X out, um, oh, but, but, yeah. but, but no, but that's the beauty of the ending is that you, you prepare stuff and you can't be mad if, if it's mm-hmm. not used, right? Like, because like right. whatever happens, everybody's invested in it cause they built it together, you know? Right. And there's several new ideas that I got from y'all that I incorporated in as, as I'm sure, like Serena did as well, and Carlos. So, yeah, you know. yeah. There was there was there was something that I said at a at a panel in Gen Con, um, that, talking about uh, building your story, and uh, you know the the thing that I said was you know you can't be married to your story. You need to be married to your table, and um, you know, and I think that's that's important is is to be able to. Um, as I get ready to embark on this story that I'm spending all of, you know, that I'm spending all of this time and energy creating uh, lovingly for for you. Um, 
while I love while I'll love the story that I that I create um, because it'll be brilliant, of course, <laughs> is but I I love the five of you um, more than that. And and I want to make sure that we have um, we have a story that makes sense based on the choices that that um, that you guys make, you know, with with everything that's going on. So. Um, you know, I, I definitely, as I'm creating the story, I'm trying to create, uh, space for that space for, for the, the creativity and you guys will find it whether I create <laughs> it or not. Um, but, but, but being able to, you know, as, as part of my preparedness, being able to, um, not necessarily anticipate that, but be, pre- you know, to prepare for that, um, for, for the chaos, um, is something that I I make sh- I need to make sure that I'm mindful of. That's such an interesting sentence, right? Prepare for the chaos. Yeah. Like. Yes. It's, yes. It's hard. <laughs> Prepare for chaos. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Any um. So I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Any final uh, right. any final things you guys want to share, either about season four or anticipations for season five. Uh, now I'm just really excited to see um, what stories that Cicero tells. I remember that one time he DM'd and murdered all of us, <laughs> and then it was all a dream. So, <laughs> uh, my sweet duo who yes. <laughs> has felt repercussions ever since. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I'm I'm yes. really really excited to see. Um, what emotions and and things that you'll draw from us so yeah 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 that that that's it that is a good point sister Perrin created ghost duo you uh, did yes your chaos yeah. Mm-hmm. yes um, yeah well um uh, well i mean i guess yeah not only did Perrin create ghost duo through his chaos but Perrin created duo yeah oh yeah, yeah. that's right yeah, he created his, duo so. through his broader yeah, yeah. Through his rod of rulership, um, so so dude, can yeah, you so believe think, that was uh, like what, yeah. like thirty five episodes ago, thirty six yeah. episodes yeah, ago? Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, um, crazy. yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm you know, uh, I guess my final thoughts are um, just just an amazing season four. Thank you so much, Serena. I'm sorry, I'll say it on behalf of the whole crew. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to like a Vernus because that little tidbit we got. Um, at D&D Live when uh, when uh, when uh, Serena DM'd um, <laughs> that was awesome um, so I'm so I'm really looking forward to all that stuff and this is this, this just great great stuff y'all alright yeah, so- uh, yeah uh, well uh, before you know my final thoughts I guess are um, hopefully uh, so as you guys are listening to this hopefully you guys checked out uh Friday's last Friday's uh Friday the thirteenth, um uh Dragon Talk on uh the Watsy channel on uh twitch.tv slash D D where yours truly was uh talking about uh rivals of Waterdeep in Avernus <laughs> uh for season five and, and uh all the all the good things that hopefully uh, I I represent all of us really well, and and there was a great conversation. I'm sure it'll yeah. be a great conversation because it's Greg Tito. So you know, uh, you know who who can have a bad conversation True. with Greg? Yeah. He's, so he's so, a master of personality. Yes. Uh, yeah. 
cool. so yeah so make sure if you haven't checked that out make sure you do check that cool out. well i rivals people thank you so much for listening and make sure to tune in on september 22nd when uh cicero debuts his dm stylings and murders us all oh within five minutes of the first season yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> <It may happen. laughs> uh, yeah uh, thank you everyone see you later yeah bye see ya. <laughs>